0: The Dwarves of Kaolin are about as far removed from the Dwarves of Thorbarden as one might get. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam and today we are going to talk about Kaolin in the War of the Lance era. I'd like to take a moment and thank the DL Saga members and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance Gaming materials using my affiliate links. Now, I'm referencing the War of the Lance sourcebook for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. To say that Kalen is a world away from Thorbarden is not simply in relation to its geographical location. The temperament and climate of Kalen is one of inclusiveness and welcome rather than the political infighting and xenophobia of Thorbarden. Before the Cataclysm, during the Third Dragon War, the Garnet Mountains were granted to the dwarves of Thorbarden for their assistance to the Salamnic forces fighting the Queen of Darkness. The Hylar and Dewar dwarves settled the kingdom, though many other clans fought for their place in this new region. In this age, the clans were much like modern Thorbarden, backstabbing, conniving, and working against each other. The Cataclysm changed all that. The New Sea cut off the northern ranges of Thorbarden, severing Kalin off from their cousins for some 200 years. While their cousins in the south warred with each other and closed off their Dwarven kingdom, Kalin welcomed the Nidar and Agar Dwarves. The Dwarves of Kalin established themselves as the source for metal and manufactured goods in the north. In fact, they started minting steel coins for use in trade. Once contact with Thorbarden was re-established, and they saw that closed-off nature, they simply solidified their ties with the human communities of Salamnia, even joining them in rebuffing incursions from Lemich. Kalin has a population of just over 86,500. About 95% of that are dwarves, 5% humans, and others filling in the rest. It is ruled as a monarchy, with Governor Aaron Flowstone as its representative. Aaron still believes in the god Reorx and dedicated his life to his teachings, even in his absence. Kaolin is located in the towering Garnet Mountains, which run from Salanthus to the coast of the new sea in Salamnia. The Garnet Mountains are precarious, with many seemingly insurmountable ridges separated by thousands of feet from their highest summits to their lowlands. There are no natural passes. The dwarves of Kalen are industrious and rational, however, if you cannot go over the mountain, go under them. They created tunnels all throughout the mountains allowing them to travel in nearly any direction. Most of these passage entrances are tightly held secrets. The region of Kalen sprawls beneath the mountain and consists of a single major city of Garnet Thax and several minor cities. There are no direct passages to Garnet Thax from the outside. The only way in or out is through one of its three gates, and all travelers are monitored. In this War of the Lands era, the Dwarves of Kalen know war is coming. They see the signs in the flow of trade goods and the subsiding of Lemish raids. But until the Salandic Knights can resolve their own petty squabbles, there's not much the Kalen Dwarves can do, so they have taken a watch-and-wait stance. As mentioned a moment ago, Garnet Thax is the largest city in Kalin, with over 20,000 residents. It spreads an impressive 12 square miles with multiple tiers consisting of thousands of buildings. It is built on the edge of a massive pit, and their settlements descend down. However, they claim to have traveled miles into the pit without ever finding its bottom. The next largest settlement is Giel, with just over 4,000 residents. This is a three tiered city connected to Garnet Thax via the South Gate and is composed primarily of soldiers and warriors. Silvershield River flows through the center of the town via a large shaft. The town of Spar has just under three thousand residents and is located in a massive natural cavern. There are thousands of stalactites which hang down with water continuously dripping off of them. There are three great waterfalls also which tumble down the east wall of the cavern. This town was once a massive lake, but it has been drained so the town resides on islands connected by bridges. This is where the minting of coins takes place. With just over 2,000 residents, Rubicon is known as the City of Steel. It features hundreds of busy forges, manufacturing the highest-grade steel in northern Ancelon. Miners excavate the resources, and Rubicon forges it into its final form, making the smell of coal smoke a permanent aspect of life here. With its thin shafts of sunlight obscured by smoke, the city appears to be draped in shadows. Facet has over a thousand residents and is connected to Garnet Thax through the Dual Gates. It is renowned for its gem merchants, and humans are often found here trading. Its buildings are made from highly polished black marble inset with gems. Sun tunnels capture light from above and illuminate the town with a warm radiance. Crystal has under a thousand residents and is near the Great Food Warrens. Its citizens specialize in mushroom trade and are responsible for the plant life in the Warrens. Its businesses and homes are cut into the cavern walls, with the caverns featuring massive columns of white quartz. In fact, its mushroom cabins are known to be the most beautiful of sights under the mountain. Garnet Village has just over 500 residents. It is situated halfway between the main road from Keragoth to Thelgard Keep. It is one of the busiest trade crossroads in Salamnia. It is the place where all goods are traded from Kaolin. The village is surrounded by a wooden palisade and is home to humans, dwarves, and a small community of gnomes. It has its own militia which keeps the peace and a representative council which governs. Knollwood is located at the northernmost tip of the Garnet Mountains, over 20 miles from Silanthus. This Nidar village has just under 500 residents who have carved their homes into the side of the hills, with small paths connecting nearly every residence. Herds of sheep graze outside the village, and there's a large marble quarry used for building castles and monumental structures. The Garnet Mountain Range was once part of the Carolise Mountains, its northernmost spur, but it was cut off in the cataclysm and renamed. Its highest peaks are snow-covered and a small glacier rests in its southern reaches where the fields of snow can be found year-round. These mountains are home to an abundance of deer, sheep, goats, bears, and mountain cats. Its low ridges and valleys are perfect for cultivating crops like grapes, grains, and vegetables. Kalen is easily one of the more welcoming and prosperous nations on Ancelon and you would do well to include it in your campaign. But that is all I have to say about Kalen in the War of the Lance era. What do you think of the majestic Garnet Mountains? Is it odd to have various Dwarven clans living harmoniously together? And finally, would you ever try to invade Kalen in an evil campaign? Leave a comment below. I'd like to take a moment to remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching, this has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, remember, anything easy is more trouble than it's worth.